0: Volunteers all set to reopen at St. Clair's Hospitality Kitchen. Article by Suzanne Pender Our name includes the word hospitality, and that is what we do. So we're really looking forward to bringing that back. The social side is so important. Enthused Father John Dunphy of St. Clair's Hospitality Kitchen. On Monday the 4th of October, the kitchen will reopen its doors for the first time in months for sit-down meals heralding a wonderful fresh start after a very difficult time for so many. We're so excited, really looking forward to it, adds Isabel Brooker. Right throughout the pandemic we have been doing takeaway meals and food parcels, but it's wonderful to be able to open the kitchen again and welcome people in. Bright, inviting and non-judgmental, St. Clair's Hospitality Kitchen provides a vital service in the Carlow community offering not only a free delicious home-cooked meal, but an ease and comfort unlike anywhere else. Donations are welcome but not necessary, and no one is ever turned away. There absolutely is a need there, says Isabel. We have been doing up to 70 food parcels a day during the pandemic, and before we closed, up to 120 meals a day, she adds. St. Clair's Hospitality Kitchen simply wouldn't survive without the remarkable efforts of its team of volunteers, with more than 90 people currently willing to give their time, yet there's always a need for more. We have 90 volunteers on the books, but unfortunately we haven't been able to use them over the last 18 months, and now, depending on the various cohorts, we have to see how many of them come back, explained Isabel. Coming in for particular praise were volunteers Angela Kane and Kirsten Giesen, who have been packing and handing out food parcels for the last few months. The parcels are collected by clients at the door of the kitchen, and the ladies are there for a chat and a kind word. These ladies have been absolute bricks. I can't tell you all they've done over the last few months. They make the clients feel special, and they're always there to help. They've been incredible, added Isabel. Father Dunphy also thanked sincerely Carlow Community Police and volunteers from Carlo First Responders who kept the service going through the early lockdowns by delivering food parcels and care packages from St Fuchs Hall and the Parish Hall to those in need. They were just so, so good to us, he adds. Volunteering is, of course, its own reward and all were united in their praise of how uplifting and rewarding volunteering is. You'd never see an unhappy volunteer, says Father Dunphy. As a chef here, said to me one time, the food we give out is happy food, he adds. St. Clair's Hospitality Kitchen is also very excited about plans to reopen its Welcome Centre, or Falsha Centre, that incredibly was open just one day before the pandemic hit. We were making great efforts to have everything ready and get the television up and working so we'd have it ready for Cheltenham, and then we were closed the next day, smiles Father Dunphy. The Welcome Centre is a place where people can come and have a cup of tea, relax in the seating spaces, watch TV, use a computer, or avail of services like hairdressing, personal care, chiropody and counselling. The kitchen had identified a need for people who may be in hostels or temporary accommodation and were left with nowhere to go during the day. Father Dunphy thanked the tremendous support of Bobby and Mary Quinn, who gave them use of the building both for the kitchen and the welcome centre, which are located close to each other at Mill Lane, Gray Cullen. The support of the Carlow public, from school children to local businesses, is the driving force behind St. Clair's Hospitality Kitchen. Donations of money and food, offers of organising events and their time, the Carlow people have never been found wanting. The group is reluctant to name individual businesses because they may not wish to be named, but the kitchen receives daily donations of bread, cakes, fruit, and all sorts of items from generous local firms. I've lived around the world because of my husband's job and volunteered everywhere, and I can honestly say I have never experienced anything like this county. We are absolutely blessed, said Isabel. Local people and businesses got people through this terrible time, she added. Nora Meany first got involved in the St. Clair's Hospitality Kitchen through the hugely successful Streets of Carlow run last year, which raised a staggering €30,000. That funding was absolutely vital when fundraising events were not possible during the pandemic, along with the COVID grants received by both Carlow and Leash County Councils. Nora was so touched by the work of the kitchen that she's still involved and is particularly passionate about the opening of the Welcome Centre. Every single cent that's raised for St. Clair's Hospitality Kitchen goes to the kitchen, and that's mainly due to the goodness of local people, said Nora. She explains that it costs almost €2,000 a week to keep the kitchen operating, and they are always open to people's support, fundraising ideas and donations. Nora recalls a wonderful letter from a person who had fallen on hard times and sought the support of the kitchen. Now back on his feet, he wrote to say he no longer needed the service and wished the support to go to someone else. I just thought that was absolutely lovely, and that's what it's all about. She says, Saint Clair's Hospitality Kitchen reopens on Monday, the 4th of October, for indoor dining from 12:30 p.m. to 2:30 p.m. COVID guidelines and restrictions will apply, including the production of a COVID certificate. With changes expected from the 25th of October, when nationwide restrictions are further lifted, local building firm donates TV cash to hospitality kitchen. Article by Suzanne Pender. A local building firm has turned its humorous debut on the small screen into an incredibly kind gesture for a local charity. Ryan Builders Contractors Limited, run by Carlow Town brothers Tom, Michael, and James. Ably supported by their dad Michael Sr., recently featured in an advertisement for retail giants SuperValue. Sources revealed that several packets of chunky chocolate biscuits were demolished in its making, with Michael Sr. very much the star of the show, much to his surprise. For their brush with fame, the Ryans received a gratuity of €1,000 in vouchers for SuperValue and generously decided to donate them to St. Clair's hospitality kitchen. Supervalue were doing an ad featuring builders, and they wanted actual builders to take part, explained Tom. The Ryans had to audition, and lo and behold were picked from a truckload of Irish builders keen to take part. We couldn't believe it. Look, it was a bit of crack and good to do, said Tom. We are delighted to be able to help out the kitchen, especially since Covid, with so many people struggling, he added. St. Clair's Hospitality Kitchen was delighted to receive the vouchers and thanked the Ryans for their support. 1,000 euro goes a long way here, so we are so grateful to them, said Isabel Brooker from the kitchen. Godfrey's Gospel, according to Michael Godfrey. Fizzy water shortage has burst my bubble. Have you noticed, irrespective of Covid, the gaps on our supermarket shelves... We are told it is a supply chain issue, but while that sounds plausible, it is difficult to understand how a couple of weeks' disruption due to a cargo container blocking the Suez Canal can result in shortages all over the world. But like the early days of the pandemic, we are only being drip-fed information. Everyone seemed to forget there is a shortage of 20,000 lorry drivers in Britain alone. But this can't be blamed on the pandemic and no driving tests being held – Rather, those drivers have returned to their Eastern European homes and haven't bothered to return. Such is the demand for paperwork caused by Brexit. Initially, I noticed that only the odd item was missing from the shelves and truth be told, I got along nicely without them. I have a fondness for sparkling water. And yes, there's no shortage of it at filling stations, but I like to buy the 500ml size, or in 6 or 12 packs at the supermarket. I drink a lot of the stuff hence the bulk buying, but I must admit that I refuse to pay in or around two euro for a bottle of the stuff when for a little more I can buy six of them in a supermarket. But everywhere I went that space on supermarket shelves was empty. Despite repeated requests no one appeared to be able to give me an answer until last week when I discovered that the ingredient needed to put the fizz in my drink had been added to the hard to come by list. Then I read about queues at filling stations in England because either they have closed altogether or they are rationing supplies due to a shortage of oil. Let's be clear, there's no shortage of oil. It just isn't in the right place at the right time. God forbid that like Covid, the problem spreads across the Irish Sea. I can remember 1979 when the country was in the grip of an oil crisis. I was working in Clonmel at the time, but like all good chaps, I went home at weekends for the mammy to do the washing. So how did I get around the problem of getting enough petrol to make the weekly 58-mile trip? Thanks to Frank Mulvey, who operated a filling station on Green Lane at the time, and a friend who worked in a filling station on Queen Street in Clonmel, my immediate needs were fulfilled, except one Saturday when I had to go to Dublin. Thankfully, I used one of the back roads on the way home, and as luck would have it, I came across an old-fashioned one-stop shop with a petrol pump at the front. I had to ask was it working, and when told it was, I couldn't contain myself and topped up the tank before anyone could say stop. Happy days. I was sorted for another week. But that was all very fine then. Can you imagine the mayhem a fuel shortage would create today? Most of the independent suppliers like Frank Mulvey are no longer in business, and the one-stop shops with the petrol pump outside are but a distant memory. Yes, the service stations, as they are now called, where you can buy practically anything, including the odd drop of petrol or diesel, have taken their place. But let's be honest, while good and all as they are, with much improved toilets, like most other convenience stores, they have become totally impersonal, where the staff are only really interested in shouting out next, rather than finding out how your day or week is going. The annual frenzy to offload hard-earned cash, better known as Christmas, is fast approaching. But if something isn't done quickly to sort out the supply chain, that just-in-time system that everyone bought into a few years ago will suddenly become a complete waste of time. Time to think with Father Paddy Byrne. George Carlin's wise views on ageing. When he was 102 years old, U.S. comedian George Carlin offered the following wisdom that is deeply relevant for us all. If you don't read this to the very end, you've lost a day in your life. And when you have finished, reflect and put it into practice. Do you realize that the only time in our lives when we like to get old is when we're kids? If you're less than 10 years old, you're so excited about aging that you think in fractions. How old are you? I'm four and a half. You're never thirty-six and a half. You're four and a half going on five. That's the key. You get into your teens. Now they can't hold you back. You jump to the next number, or even a few ahead. How old are you? I'm going to be sixteen. You could be thirteen, but hey, you're going to be sixteen. And then the greatest day of your life. You become twenty-one. Even the words sound like a ceremony. You become twenty-one. Yes. But then... You turn 30. Ooh, what happened there? Makes you sound like bad milk. He turned. We had to throw him out. There's no fun now. You're just a sour dumpling. What's wrong? What's changed? You become 21. You turn 30. Then you're pushing 40. Whoa, put on the brakes. It's all slipping away. Before you know it, you reach 50 and your dreams are gone. But wait, you make it to 60. You didn't think you would. So you become 21, turn 30, push 40, reach 50, and make it to 60. You've built up so much speed that you hit 70. After that, it's a day-by-day thing. You hit Wednesday. You get into your 80s, and every day is a complete cycle. You hit lunch, you turn 4.30, you reach bedtime. And it doesn't end there. Into the 90s, you just start going backwards. I was just 92. Then a strange thing happens. If you make it over a hundred, you become a little kid again. I'm a hundred and a half. May you all make it to a healthy one hundred and a half. How to stay young. 1. Throw out non essential numbers. This includes age, weight, and height. Let the doctors worry about them. That is why you pay them. 2. Keep only cheerful friends. The grouches pull you down. 3. Keep learning. Learn more about the computer, crafts, gardening, whatever. Never let the brain be idle. 4. Enjoy the simple things. 5. Laugh often, long and loud. Laugh until you gasp for breath. 6. The tears happen. Endure, grieve and move on. The only person who is with us our entire lives is ourselves. Be alive while you're alive. 7. Surround yourself with what you love, whether it's family, pets, keepsakes, music, plants and hobbies, whatever. Your home is your refuge. 8. Cherish your health. If it's good, preserve it. If it is unstable, improve it. If it is beyond what you can improve, get help. 9. Don't take guilt trips. Take a trip to the mall, even to the next county, to a foreign country but not to where the guilt is. 10. Tell the people you love that you love them at every opportunity. And always remember, life is not measured by the number of breaths we take, but by the moments that take our breath away. Prayer for Acceptance Dear, gracious and loving God, as I take this time to be still, help me to let go of anxiousness and feel your peace. Your word says that you are love, and where there is love there can be no fear. Help me to let go of fear and receive your perfect love. I come before you with heaviness because of being hurt by others. Help me to accept the effect that their actions have had in my life and to let go of this hurt. Holding on to past hurts, holding on to resentments and judgments weighs me down. I release this hurt. I release this weight on my body and spirit. I ask your love to carry me. I let go of hurt, resentment and judgment. I forgive those who have hurt me. Because I practice awareness in all areas of my life, I am aware of self-criticism or poor choices. I accept my actions. I forgive myself and let go of poor choices or self-criticism. To receive or accept love, I let go of building walls of self-protection. Help me to receive and accept love. Help me to freely give love. Help me not to strive for perfection, but to make progress each day. I accept the choices I make. I can trust myself. I make good choices. Each day, help me to step into the glorious person you created me to be. I accept and find comfort in knowing that I am completely loved with your divine perfect love. In the name of your Son, whose example lights our way. Amen.